Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. And you are listening to Conspiracy Beer Me, the podcast that's making conspiracies fun again. Mm-hmm. Today, we are talking about sell the snake oil, because we're buying. Hell yeah, I love it. It's so good. It like fixes everything. Yeah, it's the discussion of the rise of the placebo effect oh, in nice. modern culture. I'm down. And the human mind. It's pretty fascinating. Very excited to talk about it. Uh, if you're listening... Yeah. Just know that we were uh, in Brooklyn this past weekend watching our old uh, co-host Sam Mazzani. Uh, what, what, what would you what would you call it? You getting get married? Yeah, get oh, married. Get yep, yeah. yep. It was a good time. Uh, good say, it's time. funny because Sam on the pod uh, would always talk about how much he hates improv, but then he did like an improv everywhere wedding where we just hopped out of cars and got married in front of a park. Yeah, it was a very yeah. improv wedding. I never <laughs> yes. knew what was. Nothing was scripted. Yeah. But it was fun. Um, we had a good time. I saw Bill Clinton. You did. The I best did. part about this, Justin's like, I'm going to go buy cigars. And then he texts me a picture of him and Bill Clinton. It was like the perfect fucking. Yeah, it was so, it was uh, like the universe is undefeated here, man. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah it was great. I was like, how, uh, how good is that? A lot of people didn't know the whole cigar story about Bill. And then we had to tell people that. Because, yeah, it's weird that younger people don't realize that that's like the cultural touch point. Yeah. For people our age, yeah, and if you don't know about it, look it up, Google it, look up images. It's fun. No, don't, 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 uh, <laughs> no, don't, don't, do that. don't, uh, no, don't do that. Uh, no, it was, uh, it was interesting, man. It, it was, was, it was a great wedding. We're, I'm glad to be back. Yep, I survived. I almost got. Uh, oh, you got assaulted. I got assaulted in New York. I was watching the marathon, and a homeless woman spit on my neck, and then uh, tried to use a lighter to light me. Uh, and I and was somehow in. Good old progressive Brooklyn. We yeah. somehow ended up being yeah. the bad guys. Yeah, I was yelling at her, and uh, you know, as a bald, uh, very aggressive white man at the time, and she was a black lady. People thought I was the aggressor, and they're like, "She didn't do anything." And I was like, "Motherfuckers!" She, <laughs> she tried to kill me. She walked up, and she, she I mean, she, yeah, she pulled back, and yeah, and then uh-huh. she tried to light other people on fire. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah I'm not." She was the, just trying to light farts. That's what it looked. Oh, like. that's what it did. She was low, with low that thing. on yeah, the yeah. butt, like she yeah. was like, yeah. Look, honestly, had it worked and she had lit in someone's butt on fire, it would have been funny. It would have been hilarious. It's a good if they had run out on the course of the marathon. Oh, yeah. That could have been me. Could, it was, and the spit would have run down my neck and just put out the fire. It would have been amazing. Honestly, I was, I, I'm on her side now. Yeah. She didn't do anything except Yeah, you're to... right. I hope you're listening, ma'am. Uh, and I just want you to know, we walked past you later that evening and you still had that lighter in your mouth, but... I didn't even I didn't even stop to say hi. I should have. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I should have. Well, no. We're back safe. Sound. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. We had a good, I had a good time. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, and uh, speaking of good times, uh, uh, I'm really excited to have our guest on for uh, this episode today because it's a very interesting one. It has all sorts of twists and turns, I think. Okay. Uh, and uh, she will be a, a, a very funny. She's one of my favorite comedians here in uh, North Carolina. Mine too. And uh, she is the first appearance here on Conspiracy Beer Me. Please welcome Asatu Kamara. Hi, welcome to yeah. me. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hello, welcome. It's not the appropriate response to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Welcome, me. Welcome mm. to the uh, the studio, the unfortunate nickname of this. Uh, no, yeah. this studio is lit. Oh, thanks. I like well, it. We're glad to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. I love the sound of my own voice. I love the sound of your voice. So <laughs> podcasting you. you sound is, great. Yeah, you sound you great. Yeah, uh, very Terry Gross. It, You're it, listening oh, to yeah. Fresh Air. Fresh. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way Terry Gross says fresh as if she's trying to make it sound fresh. Like, fresh air. <laughs> yeah, fresh yeah. air. Like, just say yeah. the word. Yeah, just fresh. Fresh air. You don't have to air. fresh air. <laughs> fresh. Yeah. Uh, she's beautiful, Terry Gross, but has like uh, yeah. 
I've always found her kind of gross. Yeah, she, I gotta no. look her up. <laughs> no, she has uh, she has uh, sure she has gorgeous. cancer of the uh, no the, the throat or something. She has these treatments, but she's uh, oh that's yeah, heartbreaking. She's uh, you would hope that like if radio is your gig that you would have insured your voice box. I think she, yeah. I Wait, think Terry got, Gross has that? I thought it was a different person. Diane Reem. Diane Reem. That's who you're thinking of. Diane Reem's attractive. Oh, has a voice. Diane Reem's like is the a one bulldog. that's beautiful. Yeah. Diane Reem. Terry Gross has a horrible ass name. You're right. Look, all these NPR, Nina Totenbag, whatever her name <laughs> Totenbag. is. Totenbag. I uh, feel so great that I knew Diane Reem like that. Yeah, I miss her. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I like that she, was, uh, she did not look at all like her voice. That was what was striking. Yes. She's, yeah. Uh, so she okay. wasn't 85. No, no, no. She, she was older, but not. But. I think she'd be called a silver fox. Didn't she have like silver hair? She had very silver hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. She didn't look like a cigarette though. No, No, she did not. You know, that's the thing. It sounded like sounded like a cigarette. Sounded like a diner with like. So you were in the (laughs) war, and you just um, tell me about that. Truly Um, great. um, Okay. Well, uh, uh, you have been doing comedy in the Raleigh area for uh, five years now. Is that? Oh God, I wish three. Only three. Really? 2019. I started summer 2019. Really? And I was like, this is great. And then January Pre-pandemic 2020 happened. And I was like, oh. Yeah. I got to say, okay. I hosted something for you in 2019. And I was like, man, you're really good. But the, what you've done in three years is pretty amazing. I think you're like, you've. Uh, Put a lot of people to shame in the in the neighborhood. So good I've job. Gotten better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you, you of, saying that. Thank you. People, that's funny. Thank yeah. you. You have humiliated. You have your I opponents. Mean, yes. Yeah. Based on how many people started around the same time, fuck them. You've done a great job. Yeah, I always tell people I kind of cheated because I was a waitress for so long and I was just talking oh, yeah. to strangers and trying to make people laugh all day. So it's like, well, I had an unfair advantage called food service. Yeah. That At least it translated. Yeah. Sometimes it does not. Ooh, some bad servers. No, I just think that like uh uh some people could be very funny in life and then oh, just yes. not be great at stand up. Oh right, Indeed. right, right. They're yeah. not they're not uh, damaged. Right, not enough. <laughs> that's least. true. Trauma will take you there. Yeah. That's that's actually uh one place where I think our uh our topic today might Ooh. end up because the more I thought about it, the more I realized that it has some some relevance for what we do as, as comedians, although that's not the focus. Okay. Um, and I will say up front that I got to this topic because I was processing um, yesterday's election results. Now, we're not a political podcast. We don't not. really get into that. But it's hard not to at least, you know, sort of know that like we, we had the first post-pandemic election. I mean, oh, I know yeah. I know that like the 2020 election the, the, was very much going on. And then, you know, like like everything that's happened in that aftermath. I mean, like in some sense, people said like truth was on the ballot. This, mm. right. like, yeah, you know, yeah. so, and I think, in fairness, it was kind of a mixed bag. Some people that people thought were going to win, who were real conspiracy theorists driven, didn't. Yeah, and then some people did. I think it's a real mixed yeah. bag. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know why would. Certain people won certain things, but I'm like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Come on, yeah, that's what, yeah, we're gonna that have to was start making fun of Georgia now. South Carolina's good in my book now. Fucking yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Like yeah, it's weird how dominating Marjorie Taylor Greene's win was, but then like Lauren Boebert, mm-hmm. who's just the Colorado version, yeah. like <laughs> she is. I think I don't think they've even called the race yet. You know, so yeah, it's like. I, I mean, I get it. Like we, it, we're a very divided country, and that just got me interested in in like how is this possible? Yeah, and. That led me 
to the placebo effect and how scientists, medicine uh, deals with it versus how psychologists are starting mm. to look at it. And they have a crazy theory that I want to talk about right now. Both of you, I'm sure, are familiar with the placebo effect, mm-hmm. right? Which is... I mean, I swear to God, you were in the very beginning. I thought you were going to say placenta. Yeah, the placenta. But I know it's different. The placenta effect. <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. I have a placenta in my fridge, <laughs> yeah, in my yeah. freezer. No, well, people eat that too, I so do. it could I be do. part placebo. Justin did. Yes, we did. Yeah, we made you're a placebo. You're not. You did not. Did. You did not. Yeah, we ate, we, we, we ate, the, fir- we ate the second kid's. The first kid wasn't good enough. You're well, like, he nah, was born in a hospital, oh, so yeah. they wouldn't give it to us. But the second two kids were born at home. So, And then we had the third kid's placenta made into uh, vitamins. Like these, oh, they, they make I it think that's the, the best way. So they were definitely placenta placebo pills. <laughs> yeah. they, I'm not saying it's a little cannibalistic, but it's a it little is. cannibalistic, yeah, yeah, it is. right? It's people. We're eating people. Well, yeah. yeah, but you know what? My wife... Soylent Green is When placenta. you got a pregnant wife, you just sort of... Whatever she's like, I think I want to eat this kid's like home. lining. Yeah. Home. <laughs> yeah, temporary <laughs> house. Yeah. She, she... Okay. All right. Placebo, not placenta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, of course, is, uh, uh, and, is that when you do a drug test, I think... Mm. Um, it was first identified in 1955 by a Harvard uh, uh, a scientist doctor. And, and essentially since then, it has become the sort of standard for testing pharmaceutical drugs. Is that we give people the drug and we give people the placebo. Mm-hmm. And it's a double-blinded, so neither the patient nor the doctor know which one's getting which. And, you, and the drug has to show statistical sure. significance compared to the placebo. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is that that's getting harder and harder to do because really? placebos are getting better and better. <laughs> They're putting less and less stuff in there, and the it's working in better. Those pills. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. And, 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 it's, the, and the, the the progress of placebos has tracked the progress of drugs. So as drugs that's get crazy. better, placebos get better. Wow. And so, it, like, I read an article of like a like a somebody came up with something to treat sleep disorders. And then they got done, and like literally, the the CEO was crying because the results were like. Yeah, sugar pill does just wow. about as good as this. Like we all people billions. need is to think they're taking something, and they actually get Not the sleep they need. Statistically significant. That's Not, just the universe yeah. trying to save us some money. Well, I mean, yeah, unless you were invested in that company. Well, what's can. money? Fuck those people. <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my brain around that concept. The placebo getting better. Is it? Yeah. Do you think that in the research that they're describing the fake? I don't know. They're not describing it as fake, man. I, yeah, I, right. I've been mind blown. Yeah. Well, well, well. Hold on, because it gets even more uh, crazy. Uh, is that uh, they have been trying to figure out this placebo effect, and it turns out that it's incredibly complicated. So they were like, "Let's see, like, if certain placebos work better." Here's what they found: size of the placebo pill mm-hmm. matters. Shape, Always. shape, shape, and size. Like they're Coding. like. C- c- What's that? Coating? Color. 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 Oh, color. Yeah, the color. That's like a red pill apparently is like the most effective placebo. People are like, this has got to be. We've all seen The Matrix. Yeah. It's red, right. Yeah. It's red. Um, Wait, is the red the one that takes you to The Matrix? Yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 I'll take a red see pill. see the um, real world. Yeah. So the color of the pill matters. Injections work even better than pills. Oh, my God. If I you eat. get injected with sugar water, like. Can that 
not kill you? <laughs> I, I don't, don't know right? for a vein, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, if uh, lick a stick didn't meat. kill us, I don't think that sugar water can. Yeah, yeah maybe not. Still the best candy ever made. Uh, and I know that people, I don't even know if you know what I'm talking about. I don't. It was a three panel pouch of just straight yeah, sugar. Lick a made? Are you talking about the dippers? Yeah, yeah. dipping. Fun dip. It's yeah, called fun, fun dip. dip. And the well, stick was delicious. Yeah. The yeah. stick was delicious. So it was just cocaine. It was just yeah. cocaine oh, yeah. for kids, different yeah. color. I throw the dust out, and then I just <laughs> snort the stick. The stick is so good. It's yeah. like what you want chalk to taste like. Yeah, it's vanilla flavored. It, it's just it, vanilla oh, sugar. Vanilla that shit sh- was incredible that they sold that to children. Oh, uh, do you remember baby baby bottle pops? Oh, yeah. It was the same, like just sugar, and then it was candy that was hard, shaped like the nipple of a baby bottle. Mm-hmm. And you would just stick it in the sugar and suck on the baby bottle what nipple. Baby bottle pop. What is the drug that makes you want to suck on a like a pacifier that like all the rave kids were doing? Oh, MDMA or ecstasy? Oh, ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. makes you pacifiers. Really... Yeah, they were like, you ever been to a rave and you're like, yeah. what, what is what is wrong with you infantiles? Yeah, I just sucked my thumb. I was like, I can't afford one of these because I spent all my money on this drug. Have you really <laughs> been to a rave where people were? Oh yeah, I'm very <laughs> old. Cool I'm very fun. old. No. You've never or been to I'm a rave? Mo- I've never been to a rave. Really? What? I, I'm not very cool. Oh, I didn't man. like leave my home until I, I was think, 25. I think oh, raves wow. were really, really popular at like late 90s into yeah. the early 2000s. And that's right when I got to college. There was a lot of raves. Mm. There was a lot of raves back in there. Oh, yeah. man. That sounds so fun. Yeah. It was a good time. I like it. All my friends were DJs. It was great. Gosh, damn yeah. it. Yeah. Woodstock uh, 99. That's right. Yeah, you yeah. were there. So, I was. <laughs> so here's a, uh, so, so I told you p- pill size, pill color, mm-hmm. uh, the, the injections work better. The amount the doctor believes in the placebo, Ooh. the salesmanship is Faith. what fools people. Wow. So much so that here's, this is like crazy. A doctor was like, I don't think this common knee surgery to relieve knee pain does anything. So what he did was he just cut people's knee open, did nothing to their knee, sewed it back, and people experienced the same level wow. of. They were walking again. They and were he walking. Got, he got sued. I bet. No, no, no. He wrote a <laughs> paper for the Baylor College of Medicine, wow. and now they're like, "See, it's all placebo." Like they're That's beautiful. Not, they say, like, "I was. I don't think they're doing anything to their knees. I think it's huh. just the fact that." I got my knee done. It feels better. It's just, it's all in the head. What's what we believe. Yeah. What's interesting is every time I have an issue and I go to the doctor, the minute I go to the doctor, it's gone. Whether they give me anything or not. Right. Your hair looks good when you're getting a haircut today. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not me specifically, but that's just a generalization. Yeah. Not, 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 (laughs) yeah. No, yeah, your hair looks great all the time. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, At least in the back of my neck. Yeah. Uh, Well, uh, uh, this is all part of a uh, bigger problem that social scientists, psychologists, and others have started to sort of delve into because the placebo effect is becoming so prominent. And that's where I want to pick this up because they have proposed a new theory, which I find fascinating, especially in light of like the recent election and conspiracy theories and their, their proliferation. And essentially it points to a major paradox in the human psyche which is that human beings lie hmm. all the time. So much lying. Oh, yeah. Like, and we lie. Like, lying is actually relatively common in the animal kingdom, but it's lying for, like, self-preservation. Hold on. Hunting. What? Animals lie? 
Well, they don't lie. Those bastards. <laughs> You're talking about no. cats don't lie. Bur- bur- birds, birds lie a lot. They fake calls. They, they oh, deceive. Yeah. Like people, Mimics, if you yeah, think yeah. deception as a lie. Mm. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Like yeah. playing dead is a form of lie. Oh, that oh is, yeah, that truly right? is so dishonest. It, but it, but it, we do it for all sorts of reasons. Yeah, and people lie to get a job they get they they lie to get fired from a job like we we lie to make friends we lie to be accepted mm. like lying is is crucial and here's the crazy part we all know it right we all know that humans lie all the time but not all of us no and you especially not you the don't, top of a podcast you, where we're introducing a guest i'm just saying you don't lie <laughs> i used to lie a lot in middle really? school and then I remember when I was 14, I made a conscious decision. I was like, I need to stop lying so much because I can't remember some of my yeah, lies. I'll get you. Yeah. So the last time I lied, I remember like I was, it was a date and I told this guy three lies. And I was like, if we have another date, I have to remember the three lies. So like. <laughs> <laughs> so no second so date. So I counted them. Well. Mm, that does sound sad. Are they um, white lies or are they like, oh, I own, yeah. I own a, a um, second home in the no. Poconos? Is this a PG-13? Or <laughs> no, it's no, no, this is, this is X. X. This is X? Yeah, say Unrated. whatever you need, yeah. yeah. Well, one of the lies was that I... I was like, oh, I've never seen an um, uncircumcised penis before. <laughs> this was at dinner? This was at the date. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Yeah. That was a lie. That was a lie, but okay. I wanted him to feel good. Okay, and then sure. I lied wait, wait, about wait. two other things. So I had to remember them. But why would, okay, why would that make him feel good that you never, like, were you feigning curiosity? Yeah, I was oh. feigning excitement because oh. he oh. was Scottish, I think. He was not from America. And he was oh. like, I bet you never seen this. And I was like, I sure haven't. Oh, oh, so this okay. wasn't at dinner. This was at the moment. Yeah, yeah. the date. I, yeah. Oh, the only way it was at dinner, he <laughs> was wearing a kilt. He was wearing a kilt. And yeah, you're like looking up the... Yeah. <laughs> he bent over to pick up a fork Shit. and you're like, oh, I haven't seen but one of those before. The, the purpose of that is that I lie so rarely that I make it a note to remember when I do lie. Sure. Because I try not to lie regularly. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember the last time but, I lied. But listen, I, I think good. that you're, you're thinking of lies in a way that they're inherently nefarious and dangerous which we it's lie 10 commandment mm. one of well them. no yeah. but okay but there's lots <laughs> no, of reasons yeah. there's lots of reasons why it's good to lie because it can protect somebody it does no it's true for especially feelings i'm like yeah. like back to the dating thing i ghost before i tell someone oh, yeah. because i don't want to hurt them which i think is hurtful too mm. but instead of lying i'd rather just ghost because right. i don't want to lie oh interesting yeah yeah which is you know is you know because there are so many contexts where we can lie, and because our language is so complex that, that it's able to lie. Although I've been also in the same articles I was reading, the guy was saying that like if you were to like just record yourself and then listen to it like you listen to an animal, mm-hmm. like most of our language would sound it's just the same word phrases over and over again that have no meaning, and it's just like a weird because like animals do that they're they're but then they'll do they'll make a noise that's actually conveying information oh and that's what a lot of what our 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 language is sorry podcast is not conveying information no most of it's just little squirrels yeah we're just yeah it's just chirping i believe that but but we have the capacity to lie now here's where a social scientist psychologist say things get weird the paradox we know we lie. We lie all the time. Yet, human beings are incredibly gullible. Yeah. We mm. believe so much stuff. 
We believe so much stuff without looking into it, knowing that it's a lie. Like, I think about it like advertising. Like, I will catch myself being drawn in by an advertisement where I'm like, I really like the look of that shirt or those pants. Then I realize, I'm like, wait a second. That's a model specifically chosen. Yes. To look phenomenal in that. Mm -hmm. And every part of it, from the cuff to everything, is staged by professional photographers to appeal to me. Yeah. That's why I hate, I think marketers are Satan, and I work in the industry, and I think that's yeah. why I haven't been able to get jobs because they it's listen to this dishonest. podcast. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it, it, it is. We know the it's lie, but yet dishonest. we're still drawn and taken right. in by the lie. We're extremely gullible in some sense. That's so interesting that we lie, yet we are very believing. So do you think that means the heart of man is good? The fact Ooh. that we are mm. willing to believe in truth. No, no, I think that's, (laughs) see, that's lying. No, I think it's terrible that we do that. I mean, I don't think it's terrible. I think, as I'm going to explain to you, theory, there's an evolutionary reason for this. And the paradox that is, like, one, we lie all the time. Truly. Two, we believe a lot of stuff. And there's a lot of reasons why we believe it. Like, one reason why we believe it is because, like, one person said, the cost of researching everything is too high. Mm. So Mm. we just believe stuff where we think the risk is low and the cost of figuring out whether it's true is high. It's like headline readers, like which I think we're all guilty of. We just read a headline and we're like, well, that's probably true. That's probably right. I, I don't yeah. want to go into this, you know, either because it doesn't affect my life greatly or yeah. because I don't have the time to invest yeah. in like figuring out whether right. it's true, so I'll just believe it. Sure. That's tr- that's and we just, be- we just blindly believe a lot of stuff. That's where stereotypes come from and where it gets dangerous. Yeah, for sure. we don't want to research, you know, you, whether you or not, you know, most Black folk are gangsters. So you just believe the lie. I'm black if you're not listening. Yeah, I'm I was allowed say, to say like, these things. This is a video. This is radio. Please tell people. Yes. Just so you know, despite the Terry Gross, yeah. who is actually not yeah. white. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. She's mm-hmm. not white? No. Neither is Diane Reem, despite wait, wait, that voice. Where's my phone? Wait, Terry, Terry Gross is not white. Look Terry Gross What up. is Terry Gross? No, she's white. She's not white. She's white. She's a person of color. She's I mean, she might be. She's probably she's Jewish. Light Man, not only not only if she's white, she's real white. She's just light skinned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she, she's like women's studies white. Yeah. <laughs> she's definitely yeah. a feminist. That's funny. She does look like women in gender studies. Yeah, like that's <laughs> professor. She invented it. Terry yeah, yeah. Well, uh um well, so so the what social scientists call this paradox is the paradox of self-deception. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because humans are one of the only species that they that they're able to say like we will engage in self-deception and they have a theory is that it's an evolutionary mechanism okay now in some sense that's not groundbreaking because it's like if humans are going to deceive themselves there has to be a reason right of course we got there through evolution yeah right there has to be some reason why yeah like deceiving yourself has an evolutionary Mm -hmm. benefit to it sure Right. So I just give up hope. I tell it, people all the time, like with stand up, like I was so delusional the first few months that I did it mm-hmm. that like if you don't have that level of self-deception delusion that you're so good and you're so yeah. great, you're not going to be able to keep doing it after right. you're yeah. gone. And that's, yeah. that, that's really when I said there's a little bit of a tie to comedy. Yeah. Like I think there is a level of like stark naked reality of like that was not like I am not good enough to do that or this yeah versus this self-deception where you almost have to think like yeah i can handle this i can do it i can do it right Mm -hmm. people have often said to me they're like man uh 
even when it was bad, you just kept going. And I was like, it was bad? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. What do you mean bad? What do you mean bad? Right. Up there, kill it. Yeah, I just, yeah, I got blinders on. That's the only way I can make it through it. But there's a balance because, For like, sure. yeah. you can tell the people who you say who maybe haven't been advancing because they're stuck in the delusion and they yeah. don't get to the other side where they're like self critical. You yes, have to yes, yes. start off delusional and then develop the criticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or else you don't get better. And here's a here's a uh, a study that these guys who put forward this uh, that I, they wrote a book that's called uh, Denial, Self Deception, False Beliefs, and the Origins of the Human Mind. Okay, Varkey and Brower. So here's the here's the I love these I love these tests. Like I think psychology tests are the best test ever because you're just like I'm gonna take a bunch of college freshmen and just. Oh yeah, just fuck around with them and yeah. make them. Yeah, and they're like, "You get a gift card to Chili's." They're like, "I'll do anything." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, is this ethical? No, no, it's no, fine. no, no, no. <laughs> Chili's is not ethical, but you're getting a gift card. Yeah. So, so the, here's what they do: they take two groups, control group, test group. Tell each group you're going to take a an IQ test twice. Okay. All right. Now, with the test group, what they say is for the first test, if you want, we'll give you like an answer key to see like what the answer is, how to solve it, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they could choose to use it or not. All of them chose to use it. Damn. And then the other group, the control group, doesn't get that test. Okay. Doesn't get that option. Then there's stage two, and they're like, okay, we're going to test you again. Similar test. Not the same test, but similar test. How do you think you're going to do? You're going to do worse if you had the well, They ask the people time. to predict oh how they're gonna do the people who got the answer key they (laughs) outrageously over predicted how well they were gonna do they're like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna freaking i'm gonna crush this test right and then they took the test both groups took the test the other group was like yeah i'll do okay i don't i don't there's a lot i didn't understand they took the second test both groups did almost identical like there's no statistical difference between either groups but the group the test subjects were like yeah i crushed that test mm. like there was a level of self-deception where they thought they were going to do well they took the test they didn't do well but they still thought that they did well hubris this is the second test so they've taken the first test taken the first test with, with the answer key with help and then they think dude I, I know how to do all this i don't think they realize how iq tests work where the questions are different each time Right, yeah. Maybe. No, no yeah, that might that that might be it, it, but but do you think there's some analogy to like your first couple of months of stand up or like I almost have the opposite effect, but I know sometimes when you walk I know I've walked up on stage and I'm like, I'm gonna have a great set tonight. Mm-hmm. And then nice. I do have a great Self-fulfilling set. Self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Right, like this idea of like but doesn't that start to sound a lot like yeah. the placebo effect? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the placebo is totally psychological. It's a totally yeah. psychological phenomena. Yeah. That and, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's it. Go, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, especially in comedy. So I've, there's a show I remember very vividly at Good Nights. And uh, I was like nervous about something. And there's a comic that was always confident, always crushed. And he's like, just have confidence. And I'm like, that's just not how that works. You don't just have confidence. <laughs> right, right, but right. he crushed every time because he just was like, I'm going to crush. Yeah. Did you do it? Did you just have no, confidence? No, I had a horrible in? set. Oh. I, was like, this mother- I was like, don't tell me what to do, asshole. I was like, what fucking... Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I was like, that's not how I'm wired. I don't just think yeah. I'm like, I'm not that guy. So yeah. it's like... I think I'm the, like, I, 
I went down to Wilmington with uh, our bop and flop uh, co-boards, oh, yeah. uh, Jordan. Um, excuse me. And, and, and right before my set, I'm walking on stage, and Jordan's like, don't bomb. Oh, that's a fucked up move. And I was like, why would you say that? Yeah. And he was like laughing like it was funny. And I looked back to him, and I was like, I'm going to bury you. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I, I think I, I'm driven more by like this this. Anger. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I'm driven by feelings of self-loathing and and worthlessness, which will make you do better. Which makes me do makes me even when I do well, it's not enough, and I so I have to keep chasing the the dragon's tail. Yeah, but I do get that that's really just the other side of the same coin, where people are just like, like if you think something's going to work, like maybe it does work, even if it doesn't work. Yeah, right. Like at least in the mentality of how it approaches it. Yeah, but there's the objective. It it didn't work. <laughs> like there are <laughs> yeah. some people who are so confident and get on and still don't sure. kill. So yeah. you do have to have the the skills to back it up. Yeah. Your your delusion can only go so far. Mm-hmm. Placebos are different. Like eventually, your knee is going to shut down, despite the fact that you believe it was better. Right? If the surgeon did it, well, it? well, okay. There might be some truth to that. I'll just say there is some truth to what you're saying. But let's. Step back and then and, and reattach to the beginning of this is mm-hmm. what the social scientists think is that this is all rooted in the problem of human anxiety. Mm. That we are such a tremendously anxious species, and it's driven by, and this is what blew my mind, is like it's driven by the idea that we are the only species we know of that carries with it the knowledge of our own death. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh. oh yeah! Like we have, our language has become so advanced that all of us inherently know that we're going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, if you think about like the day that you're you're gonna die, you know, I don't know the day. Do you well, know no, day? but if you if you knew, like if <laughs> somehow Robert you knew, <laughs> if you knew that you were gonna die that day, mm-hmm. the anxiety you would have yeah. with everything, you would be like making breakfast. We and, would all be speeding. We would all be killing each other. Uh, we're right. like, I'm not gonna die. I, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so here's why I would. I had a thought probably a month ago, two months ago, that I was going to die before my 46th birthday, which was last week. Yeah. And I didn't. So think of that month just being riddled with anxiety. That's right. And I just, and I wasn't anxious. I was just like, I'm accepting the fact that mm. I'm going to die before my 46th birthday. I told my wife, uh, I was like, hey, I didn't, I didn't tell anyone because I just wanted to, didn't want people to know that this is what I was thinking about. Um, but I didn't die. And my wife said, well, what time were you born? There's still time. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, you are the best. Uh, but like, I, <laughs> will you marry me again? Yeah. But I was like, 
We say we would be filled with anxiety. That's a great joke. Uh, she's great. Uh, filled with anxiety, but I wasn't because I was like, well, I can't do anything about it. But I think, I think on some level you're right. But I think once you're have, but again, I don't have a you know, yeah, knock on wood, I don't have a terminal illness and things like that. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I think that what the authors of that book I I cited call the death wisdom mm-hmm. that, that like a little bit of that existential dread is sort mm-hmm. of lingers within oh, yeah, it us. Just hangs there. Yeah. That that creates a level of anxiety in humans that we have evolved to deal with mm-hmm. through what they call the capacity of self denial. Mm. Like to some degree, we we uh, ha- sorry capacity for denial sure. yeah. through self deception because we okay, yeah. we we have to come up with what they call noping strategies, which are think think like uh, confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. You know, like like if you want to find evidence of what you want to believe, then you will go and you will find it. Just the way you ask the question will be different. It's the way you, you will always ask the question in a way to get the answer that That you you hope to elicit. Mm -hmm. Even if you're unaware. Right. You will, you will seek the sources that are most likely to give you that. And you will ignore sources contrary to what you want to happen. And that's all part of the self-deception that we need to feel safe enough. Because if you really thought about life, you would just do nothing. Yeah. You'd be immobilized. Well, you would be immobilized. Like, you'd yeah. literally be immobilized with anxiety because of how... So we need the self-deception. Otherwise, name is hope. Yeah, <laughs> right. what is that about? <laughs> and, and, and that's where they say we need to broaden our idea of placebos, not just to sugar pills and medicine, but there are much broader social phenomena. That the way that we sort of mm. deal with the existential dread is things like political parties or religion which mm. are just mass placebo pills Ooh. that whether they work or not is irrelevant OB the question is masses. it's just do i believe this like do i believe this enough that it provides me with some sort of you know uh power power or or uh escapism Peace. or sort of you know a, mm-hmm. a pain medication that this allows me to move forward in a world where anxiety and anxiousness and dread are just just impending everywhere. Well, it gives you a quote unquote reason to live. It feels like you get, you're part of a fight um, if you're like using that as a placebo. It's like correct. Oh, it's I'm I'm a partner with this thing, and we're going to get to the end together. Right. So if you if you look at it from a perspective of let's say you're terminally ill and you go in for a new drug study, and you know I'm either getting the drug or I'm getting the placebo. Mm. In your head, you're like. I'm just going to pretend I'm getting the drug, the drug yeah. because yeah. the alternative is, yeah, I know I'm getting the fucking placebo. I know the shit. But how many people work. would choose to think the placebo part? Because humans. Comics. Comics would. Yeah. That's Absolutely. the art. In, in some ways, I think that this is the inherent like nature of comedians where we're just like, we think we're always kind of fucked. Yeah. Or is the placebo effect the fact that you're always assuming that it's not a placebo and that's obviously what the effect is. So Mm. you can't just grasp onto like the hope of nothing. You're grasping onto the hope of something even though Mm. it may or may not be real. You probably already grasp this concept and I'm just grasping it. No, no. (laughs) I haven't grasped anything. (laughs) I'm coming in late with the oh my God. (laughs) Uh, 
Uh, no, I'm an idiot. So, so, no, you just got to, so let, let's call the medicine Lunesta. I just mm-hmm. made that up. It's for sleep. Wait, that <laughs> is a real drug. It's, I know. <laughs> is it? But it's a pretty name. I feel like uh, yeah. the pharmaceutical companies took all the good baby names. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good. This is the black. Is that a bit? Sound. Okay, it's I was going to say, this is a bit. It's, it's good. a bit. It's never been done, but I think it's funny. It's great. Um, Thank you. Yeah, Levanta. That was a placebo uh, compliment. Yeah, I'm joking. I think that's good. No, I do. No, it's funny. Um, (laughs) She got me back. She gave me a placebo back. (laughs) Placenta. That's not a bad name, placenta. There's a lot no, of that's names a bad that name. sound good and they mean something though. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. You're, you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like dick. I mean, in another language though, it probably means moonflower. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was thinking about this the other day. This is way off the subject. But uh, you know the uh, do you know the uh, the old term for black Americans that Oh boy. Not not the not the <laughs> not the hard R version, but like, like they, the, there was the a color time in Spanish. Yes, like the color <laughs> yeah. in Spanish. Oh. <laughs> no, no, but but I was like, like I realized I'm like literally when you called someone that word, you were just calling it like I I call people black all the time. Like, like well, that's okay. But but can you just translate <laughs> your way out of a slur? I mean, like, right? Well, I don't I don't think I understand. Because the word black yeah. in Spanish is the oh. word negro. Or is it negro? Negro. Negro. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're all fluent. But but I think in French, when you when you call someone a black, like though they, oh, they're black, they would say you would say it as as I don't think the A is I think the A makes it bad. A black. No, you just call them black. <laughs> the black. <laughs> yeah. The, you know, if the any black. article, definite or indefinite, <laughs> yeah. in front of black yeah. makes it bad. I just don't know. I, I, yeah, I was just like I don't know if you could just get out of a racial slur through translation. It seems like if it's a slur Black should be a slur, but it's not. But oh. I, I mean, in some sense, it's what the community is is comfortable with. They get to determine. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. And well, any word with malice becomes a slur. So sure. if they even took an innocent term like kitten, and there was mm. enough hate behind it, you could turn right. any word. We'll into turn it into something bad, and then we can reclaim it again. You know, like that's all right. my bitches. Those are my bitches. Those are my girls. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're not a bitch. Yeah, that's they're that's, my bitches. That's same true. with the n word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the F true. word is coming back by you know people who are lots. Is say. it really? Oh yeah. Oof. The three letter out. F word, or it six. Has more letters sometimes. Or six, yeah. Oh, it could be six too. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or seven if it's a bunch of them. Mm. A bundle of <laughs> several sticks. Yes. Yeah. We all know the yeah. loophole. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about sticks, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, right. Or Ooh. cigarettes. Well, sorry, to, sorry to derail on that. I was thinking about that and your your comment made me think of it in terms of like when we talk about placebos in this country it helped me understand like how someone like marjorie taylor green mm-hmm. who we've consistently made fun of on this podcast <laughs> yeah um like how she could be reelected because if if you've been taking that placebo mm-hmm. and you feel like this is making my life better my anxiety's down The world Mm. makes more sense Mm. to me as long as I think that this person and these ideas are what's going on. It's really fucking hard to stop taking that medicine. It's people's ability Mm. for self-deception. This is all built around self-deception. Right, yeah. And when people are deceived, think about the people in that that experiment. Like, 
they didn't do well on that test, objectively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did no better than the other group. But they swore up and down that they crushed it. They thought they were going to crush it. They didn't. They thought they crushed it. But objectively, it. they sure did it. They right. sure did it. So the objectiveness of truth and reality is probably out the window. Mm-hmm. Like, I think what we see now is we see a culture that is almost irreparably divided because people are just like, I just need, I need that drug to make mm. life make sense. Right. I need that placebo. And that's what these guys' theory is, is that this is an evolutionary mechanism to combat the increasing amount of anxiety in our society. Man. Sorry to bring it down here no, in this no, comedy no, podcast about conspiracy. No, it's but. really interesting because what I think it was uh, around the time I started doing comedy, I was going through a, a quarter-life crisis, and I tried skateboarding, and I about died. What uh, is that, 25? Uh, tw- 30. 30. I expect Saturn to return. Yeah. He'll mm-hmm. be 120 before I'll be 120, dies. yeah. How, but, oh, sorry. But Just... I bought a book called The Denial of Death, which is about this very thing, hmm. how, like, as a people, we somehow I've had the ability to deny that we're going to die and how that helps us move forward as a society. I did not read the book because I started comedy. Hey. Uh, but it's good. Uh, <laughs> so, it's good. So your your description of the book is based on the jacket cover that you read? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, here's what it, this is what I've read of the book. Uh, the Denial of Death is Ernst Becker's brilliant and passionate answer to the why of human existence. And I was like, well, he solved it. I don't got to read it. That's fair. It was a 1973 book, and if we're still struggling with it, clearly it wasn't a. I don't know. I answer. feel like that's so interesting. I've I've never been afraid of death. Well, maybe when before I was like eight and became mm-hmm. self aware. Um, because I'm like a depressive more mm-hmm. than a manic. Okay. So like when you're sad and you want to die all the time. Sure, sure. Even when you don't want to die, you're like, oh, don't worry, I'll want to do that again. It'll be fine. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. The my my mortality doesn't affect me because of my uh, brain chemistry being off. Oh, interesting. But do you have a? But but interestingly enough, placebos are most effective with mental disorders like yeah. sleep, depression, all that stuff. But do you not think that depression? Your depression. My, my depression. Blend bleeds into my anxiety like wholeheartedly. I think it's just different types of like, like people call it bipolar now, which I hate that. I think manic depression is a more like it tells you what it is. Sometimes mm. you're manic and you love life and you can fly and you're an angel. Right. Literally, I thought I was an angel for several months when I was 20. Oh, wow. Um, I know. You literally thought you were an angel? Oh, yeah. I thought you were no, an angel I since I, I met you. There's this movie called The OA or a show. Yeah, we watched I, it. It's a great show. I 100% that's what was in my delusional oh, wow. brain, but I was You were young. doing drugs or no? Just like No, 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 no. It's called psychosis. It happens without any medication yeah. or drugs if you're, awesome. if you're bipolar. It'll happen. Um, so that was crazy. But usually I'm just a depressive. I haven't had that lovely psychosis in 10 years. Oh, wow. Um, and the depression like is very pure in a sense where it there's, there is an anxiety with it. It's just a... a, a Months of nothing and death and nothing oh, wow. <laughs> and the sweet release of death, oh, just wow. feeling nothing, and then it ends and then you feel great, you know. Yeah. Um. Not always an angel, but yeah, just. But it's great because even stable, I've been stable for several years now. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like a sense of morality, mortality, because I'm like, 
death is something you've always wanted. Oh, interesting. <laughs> like, why yeah, are you yeah, afraid yeah. of something that was comforting for so long? Right. But doesn't your logical side say, well, the reason why I think thought that was because of a uh, yeah, chemical it, equation in an my imbalance, head. Yeah, because an imbalance, yeah. But it's, I'm still just, I'm never going to have lived without that experience. So, like, I'm just forever changed to be okay with the concept of death. Yeah. You know, or it's just wow. like, oh, I'm not afraid of that anymore. That used to be my buddy. Yeah, I, I, uh, I've been depressed a lot of my life, and I think that uh, those manic or those like higher points are probably when I was more more afraid of death because mm. when you like have or, something to lose, something to lose, right? So, um, and that may have been around the same time when I was reading that book because we had been my wife and I had been married uh, shortly after or before that, and I actually had a pretty comfortable life. I had cats and a great house and and everything was pretty good so i was like oh, i don't want to lose this yeah and then and then you go through times where you're like oh this becomes steady <laughs> and it becomes the same all the time and then it becomes depressive again and then uh you get to another point where you're like oh i've, I've been a new ex- experience in my life where it's more that i don't want to lose like i've met this is ridiculous but i had the thought when uh the new star wars came out after the you know not the not the three shitty ones but the one after that i was like Please let me just live long enough for this, because that and like that's sad that that's what that I just, made you want to live. That yeah, the new stars like please. What give a me, letdown! I know. I was like, no, no, the, wanna... the new one was better. Not the three, not the sixth seven, one, eight, but nine. the seven eight. Like I just wanted to, like <laughs> the hype around it, right? And I was like, oh yeah. please, I don't want to. Yeah, die but that is a shitty way to. Yeah, but it was shitty. It was, it was to stay alive. It was a new hope for me. Let me give that a rim shot. There it is. That's beautiful. No, I'm. I would feel really let down if I was like... Oh, I was let down, and I went back to my depressive state. Yeah. Uh, hey, thanks, but it kept you thanks, going those thanks, couple Steven of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, he didn't do that. Going. What's, thanks, George Lucas. <laughs> Lucasfilm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... Well, I, what do you guys think about this this notion that uh, these guys put forward, this theory that what we see in society right now is people finding a a placebo and again that broad sense Anything, of the word yeah. Yeah, like this is the thing that like just sort of and, and i and i think that the reason i like this idea and this is kind of my final thought okay. but is that i often find myself like arguing with people and i get pulled into arguments and i'm like that's just that's just wrong mm-hmm. it's like like that's not true that's not correct mm-hmm. you're wrong and i spend a lot of effort trying to like, and and I I I have shifted to where I feel like I'm more. I don't attack or blame. I'm just like, let's talk through this. Sure. Like, let me see if I can get you to this truth. But now when I read this, I'm realizing like, no, no, no. Like, if you were to show somebody that the placebo they were taking was sugar, the alternative for them is like, are you telling me that like, <gasps> I haven't done anything to treat mm. my cancer for? decades i've been just ripping away everything yeah yeah. you're just pulling yeah. out the floor from underneath them and they're in a free fall so there is so much invested in them saying well yeah but but yes but yes but well i don't mm-hmm. you know no you need you know mm-hmm. and that makes that makes that makes it all seem like less volatile to me and i'm not saying and like i'm a cisgendered straight white male Still have valid opinions and thoughts and feelings. N- n- yes, I For do. Now. Uh, not according to my daughter. Um, <laughs> but but it, you know it's like uh, I'm not someone who's who's 
existence and identity is at risk in all of this mm. is what I'm saying. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I do get where other people are like, that's easy for you to you say. Show them the sugar pill for the right. better of yeah. everyone else. Yeah, where people sure. are like, I don't fucking care if it's helping if you. you. Yeah, like it's yeah. fucking hurting. It like your sugar pill is threatening my very existence and identity. So fuck off. I yes. get that. Yeah, yeah. My point is like, but it does seem like, like I don't know. I mean, I just think of people now. When I think of QAnon people, I was like, oh, they're just fucking. That's just a sugar pill. That's just a fucking placebo effect. They need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To make sense of a world that doesn't make sense to people anymore. Well, I think the sad thing is, if we're looking back at the medical analogy, or at least the like clinical research side, so we're looking for a new medicine or a new cure, and we're studying a placebo or control, and we're studying the regular mm-hmm. thing. There also is like maybe something that already works, a medication uh, that already works. Right. So in the same way, where you have like QAnon, like helping these people, it's not like that's the only option they have. It's like, hey, right. guess what? We actually already do have Lunesta right now. Yeah, we have so. We're just looking for an- yes. Thank you. No, that's the whole thing. Like yeah. you can pull that sugar pill away from them; they'll be in free fall for a little while, and then they'll realize, that's oh, there true. is yeah. another actual medication that's been like statistically proven, mm-hmm. and it's not a placebo. Like there is hope. Right, right. There is. There, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, there are there are drugs. Like, look, we all need drugs. Yeah. Take the right drugs. Take yeah. the ones, yeah. And we're not in the research stage in some of these. Some of these, they beat the placebo. Socialism. And uh, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that you said that. I'm a democratic socialist yeah. for sure. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah it's, I, uh, yeah. it's interesting. I think that. I need uh, another beer. I need, yeah. I need. Dru- I need real drugs. Right yeah. Now. Just, we should have non-alcoholic beers. Maybe we should it's placebo. have rave drugs. Yes. I would love to try Madumna. Yeah, it's what, fun. What is my, what am I MDMA? Oh, what does that do? It makes you know. just want to hug. Is that Molly? Yeah. Oh, I've done Molly. Is it fun? It's a good time. Uh, mm, that's a no. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's it depends on what you get. When I was taking ecstasy in college at raves, uh, <laughs> ecstasy and Molly, same thing. Well, no. So I think ecstasy back in the day could be a, a combination of many drugs. It often sometimes had heroin in it. it sometimes had uh, special K in it, had, but but you would never know, so you'd have to send it. There's a whole website that you could send your pills off, and they test it. No. And they'll send them back to you. No, no, no. Okay. You just have to lose a pill. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not a no return policy. Mm. Um, but yeah, they're different drugs. <laughs> they didn't test shit. They're like, yeah, hey guys, they were, yeah, yeah. They we'll test you. drugs. Yeah, Some people. Say, no one's gonna they just, do this. Basically, they like, just took it and they said, yeah, that's a good drug. Right. If anyone is listening, you have money. You're not sure if it's real. <laughs> Send please, it. I have a PO box. <laughs> yeah. I like hundos. Yeah. I'm real good at testing hundos. Hell yeah, yeah. See if they're real or not. <laughs> That would be a great scam at a uh, grocery store that uses those highlighters to test twenty dollar bills oh, yeah. or hundred dollar bills. Just get one that makes it look Just like it's a sharpie. Yeah. It's like, always gonna yeah, be black. That's, uh, that's counterfeit. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, gotta stay here. This <laughs> pill's hundred percent fentanyl. I better take this one. Yeah. Oh, it's pure MDMA. <laughs> this is great. I'm hanging that's out with bad. myself. Uh, I, I like this idea, and I think that I think we're focused too much on a, a physical pill or a physical thing to do this. But I think that it's what gets us as people because we're physical based beings and we're in a reality that's physical. But I think this can be done all through our mind. And it is a mental thing, but I think that we don't need to have anyone do anything to us or give anything to us. We can do these yeah, things ourselves. Totally. Like how long have we been lied to by uh, tons of organizations saying this is what you need when really all you need to do is just say, 
Oh, I'll just think positive mindfulness. thoughts. Yeah, Five mindfulness. Five minutes of mindfulness but a day. Yeah. Thinking positive is a, is a nopism that allows you to right to deal with the chaos, anxiety, and negative things in your life. That's true. It's yeah, just another. If you if you if you if you just back away and say I'm going to be judgment neutral on these things, mm-hmm. right? Then and I, I I would I mean if I think about it that way I'm like if all this stuff is just drugs, mm-hmm. right? then the way to measure a drug in my mind is like, what are the consequences of doing this drug? Yeah. That's why I think marijuana is such a great drug. It's got very low consequences. Yeah. Right. You very rarely hear about someone whose life crumbles because it, it happens. <laughs> it felt just don't eat it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll just say the other day. Yeah. Don't my life is crumbled will with change edibles you. for sure. Yeah. I thought my life ended when I tried to go through the uh, security line the other oh, day. Oh, you cause you had weed on you? No, no. Remember? Cause I was just uh, a little bit too, oh, too, too stoned. And uh, I was like, Oh, we got to go to our flight. And then there was nobody at the gate. And I was like, I missed my fucking flight. And I ran oh, up there, right. almost went out with them scanning my thing. They were freaking out. I was like, I'm done stoned. <laughs> I felt like my life was ending. Yeah, but but again, I mean, the the worst that's going to happen to you is they're going to be like, "Yeah, we got a super stone guy." <laughs> Seventeen, but that's not a. what you think when you're in your head. no, 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 absolutely not. Ooh, mm. I like that. That does tie back into the placebo. It's like your your thought process, your yeah. cognition is impaired yeah. in a different way. In the yeah. same way, when you're believing something to the extent that's that true. you would believe in a placebo, yeah. So. Hmm. Well, yeah. That's what we need first is a little weed. Yeah, or mushroom. Mushrooms are similar. Uh, I think mushrooms, oftentimes, when people are looking for an effect from mushrooms, they don't feel the effect. Oh, have wow. You, have you ever right. noticed that? Yeah, yeah, they, they, right. It's like you'd be like, I'm not feeling anything. Well, you're not, you're looking too hard. You're trying to, you're trying to, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that we should measure these things by the consequences that they have. And some of these placebo that we've talked about, mm-hmm. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> no, I think there are like dangerous consequences. Yeah, for that. yeah. like she's does it isolate you well. from? She's crack. Yeah, yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah, she is a very much like like does does it build community? Well, yeah, but is that community driven towards hate? Hate is it is it is it is it violence destruction? Mm-hmm. Is it all these things? And like, if that's the case, maybe there's a better pill out there that you could take to give you the same anxiety relief. Mm. sense of without belonging the without side effects. without the diet yeah. the, the terrible side effects yeah, yeah. Nausea, and that's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. me Upset paraphrasing stomach. what this these uh, authors of is conservatism like, like we're gonna this is what humans do we deceive ourselves yeah in order to survive in a world that is incredibly complicated yeah so right. it's like the new religions yeah it's the new it's all it's all yeah, the, yeah yes yeah it's new you religion know? new god yeah interesting mm-hmm. and what yeah. is god but a sugar pill it it is. It's it's a sugar no. Pill. God is a DJ. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Love is a dance floor. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I missed. That. Well, what? Uh, <laughs> anybody have final thoughts, uh, Shane? I mean, that was basically my final thought. I think that um, we can do these things, and we do these things to make our lives better, and uh, keep doing it because life isn't going to get better if anytime if, soon. M- if MJT makes you happy, can't be that bad. That's right. What is MJT? Oh, Marjorie Taylor. M- yeah, oh. Martin. <laughs> you thought MJT was a drug. Yeah, I was like, I've never had DMT? that drug. What? Yeah, yeah, what? I'll yeah. take it. No, I think your placebo, if it's positive, go for it, but don't give up hope that there's uh, something that's real as well. <laughs> yeah. But what Boy, is that was real? the least convincing drug pitch ever. <laughs> yeah. right? right, Sid, it's how the, the snake oil salesman is key to the, the yeah. working. 
Yeah. That's true. You got to you got to really, you know, you got to really let make people believe. All right, so you ready for the sales pitch? Yeah, let's hear, let's hear it. it. Yeah, let's go. Do you want the placebo sales pitch or what I believe? Uh, we shouldn't know which one you're Yeah, yeah, us. yeah, double blind. Ooh, yeah, double, double blind. blind. Yeah. Double blind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, y'all. Cats are everything. Cats, if you feel bad, get a fucking cat. This is the you truth. Know? This if is not a sugar pill. <laughs> 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 yeah, Jimmy Carter has saved my life. So my That's cat. your cat's name? It is. Not yeah. the uh, incredible politician from the 80s. Oh, God, I love both. Um, but no, my cat is named Jimmy Carter. That's so great. Uh, I honestly well. think they're the answer. Yeah, I agree. Cats, cats uh, have been aliens. believed as uh, aliens. Yeah. yeah, Egyptians think they're gods. It's great. Yeah. I believe they are. They will solve hate. Honestly, that's hilarious. If they like, you can't be racist when you. Have I a was cat. super no. depressed as Pharaoh, and then <laughs> yeah. I got this cat. It's been going great. Yeah, they're like they're like good. God. Like that's maybe. Right. Maybe it's not just a cat. Maybe it's a deity. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, do you know about Jimmy Carter being told about UFOs? Do you know about this? No, I want to know. The cat or the fast. president? So, uh, the president. Yeah, not your cat. Uh, Jimmy Carter was told about what's behind the UFO phenomenon, yeah. and he basically like had a breakdown. He cried. <gasps> is this recent? No, this that's is when like back was, when he was, he was president. president. Because the like, oh. president gets briefed. Yeah. Like, first day in office, they're like, okay. Yeah. Sit down. We're going to tell you everything. Yeah. And Jimmy Carter was like... <laughs> Yeah, he cried and he said he regretted bringing his kids in the world. Oh my God, I love him even more. Yeah. And yeah. then he went so and farmed what peanuts. Is the truth? And then he went know. and got a bunch of cats. <laughs> he probably did. Himself, he's he's like, the aliens are man. cats. That's right. Catatat for humanity. Catatat. Well, listen. <laughs> center, baby. That's right. This has been one of the most serious yet uh, fun so episodes. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Usually we're on drugs when we do these kind of episodes, and, but yeah, I uh, alcohol. enjoyed it. And I do want, before we, we get out of here, for our fans, to uh, know where they can find and follow you in your comedy and life journey. Hi. Yes. Hello. My name is Isatu Kamara. But guess what? I'm going to have a comedy name in the next month because Isatu <laughs> is a shit show to try to say. Um, so my Instagram will be the same for like the next three months. So please follow me. Not only do I post up my shows, I post lots of Jimmy Carter. Um, <laughs> so it is I saw who. So at I S A W W H O. I saw. I who. saw who. That's probably why your phone's autocorrecting. That's probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like I saw. I saw what? I saw uh, who? who? I saw to. Damn it. Eighty six. <laughs> I saw to. Eighty six. <laughs> Well, this has been really fun. I thank you for coming on Conspiracy Beer Me. Uh, come back anytime. It's been a pleasure. Love to have you. I've had a great time. And uh, thank you for listening. I'm still Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith, and this was. I saw Kamara. Peace. Peace.